grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Hello, everyone. Namaste. Welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Hapstreet. I'm a medical intuitive and a VESA quantum healer. And so I have been on the path of self-ascension for 14 years now. And so it is my goal to bring you shows of healing, greater awareness, awakening, and upliftment. And so I want to welcome everyone who might be listening to this on Oneness Talk Radio Facebook or YouTube. Welcome to the show. And this is live right now. So you can jump in the chat, say hi, ask your questions. I also have the call board open today. And so I'm going to put that number up right now. It's 517-208-1500. So you may have some questions on today's topic, and I invite you to call in if you do, or if you just want to say hi, that is great also. Okay, and if you're listening to this later via podcast on some outlet, come on over to Oneness Talk Radio, Facebook or YouTube on Wednesdays at, let me see, it's 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can jump in and catch us live. We have a great community here at Oneness Talk Radio, and a very welcoming group of spiritual people. So thanks for jumping in. Hi, Gary. Glad you're here. And so today might be one of my favorite topics And that is about mastering the mirrors. And this is something I have been actually aware of for many, many years and have been constantly witnessing myself mastering the mirrors, moving through the mirrors, trying to read the mirrors. And literally, they are everywhere in everything So I'm hoping I can share some information with you or some awareness on how this works with you to maybe make your life experience a little bit easier. So we live in a place of oneness where I am you and you are me. And in that place, how can everything not be a mirror? And right now, especially in this month, there are times when the energies are around these mirrors are stronger. And that would be this month. This month in ascended numerology is an 11. And if you think about the 11, it's the one and the one, right, which mirror each other. So the mirrors are even stronger, which means those things that are that might be deeper within the subconscious that you're not aware of are being brought out in front of you to look at. And especially during a retrograde, retrogrades are great at going deep inside of you and helping you relook, redo. You know, it's all about those re's. So retrogrades really take you backwards and make you relook at those things, those energies deep inside of you that you might not be aware of, and they bring them to the surface so they can be healed. So then when the retrograde is gone, you can spring forward anew, hopefully, right? As long as you don't get caught up in the energy, judge the energy and wrap yourself into it, you can release it and let it go as opposed to recreate it, which is also an option. So in these mirrors, and we are constantly in them, what is reflecting? Everything. Everything is reflecting. Everything. Every minute little thing is reflecting from your vehicles, from your kitchen appliances, from your animals. Everything is around you. You just need to be aware of it. And so why? Why are these things reflecting? 
because you are a creator. Every one of us are creators. And we will constantly get the mirrors and we will be in a victim until we remember we're a creator. When we're, we all are born into this planet as a victim of this experience and we believe that things happen to us and we tend to live in a life of blame. Will this happen to me? You know, I it's someone else's fault. I was a victim of a circumstance or whatever it might be until the time which you find out through whatever way, you know, wait a minute, you know, why do all these things happen to me in this way? And maybe they don't happen to someone else. And at some point along the line, you realize that you are creating this life experience and it's extremely empowering when that happens, because if you've created, you know, the pain or you've created the sadness or you created the difficulty and the challenges, you can create the exact opposite of that, right? So you're only a victim until you realize that you're a creator. And at that point, you can choose to own that. And once you do, then you have to release the habit of the habit of the pain of the pain or the addiction to the adrenaline of the drama. So we're all born into this third dimensional world in which there's the victim triangle, where there's a victim, abuser, and a rescuer. And we all go through life in this. And so at some point, you wake up to the fact that you're a creator. And at that point is your opportunity to just step out of this, this triangle. But when you do, there's still the habit of being in it. There's still the habit of the pain. And along with the pain and the drama comes an addiction. There's like adrenaline rush that comes with drama, right? Think about the, um, you know, I can remember years ago watching the soap operas thinking, why on earth am I watching these things over and over again? It's the same old stuff that keeps repeating year after year. I need to stop. Well, there's a little bit of an addiction that happens there when you stop these things. You have to go through a little bit of a cleansing. Well, it's an addiction to the drama. And then we moved from um, the soap operas to the reality TV shows, which was like an amp up in the drama, right? And then we move from them to, to having real life as the reality TV show, right? Everything you see in the outer world is drama intensified. And so we get in this, it's not that we get into it, it's our physical bodies get addicted to the adrenaline rush. And I didn't believe this. I was in a seven-year divorce court experience knowing that I was a creator, trying to get rid of it and release it, knowing that if I healed all the energies around it, that I can have it move in my favor. But the only thing that I hadn't done was released my addiction to the drama. That's the only piece I missed. In my last year going to court, which would have been my seventh year, and, and seven is the number of mastery, so of course it would have happened on my seventh year, I had a dream. It, it was like the night before I went into court, and I was shown in the dream that you, I am still addicted to the drama or addicted to the pain. And I woke up so upset thinking, I, I actually fought with my dream. No, I'm not. I'm not addicted to that. There's nothing worse. I want this gone. This has, you know, been terrible in my life. And, you know, and you might not like it. You might be uncomfortable. But the truth of the matter is there's adrenaline rush that happens that your body gets addicted to. And I disagreed with it. I fought it. And when there was a round of affidavits that came through, I noticed the rush that came through and the anxiety that brought me and what it did to my adrenals. And I went, oh my gosh, there it is. That's it. And when I became aware of that and I could see it for what it was, I was able to lift out of it. And so that's the point where you become really empowered and you can live outside of that. 
You can live outside of it. You can see things for what they really are. So that is the one, the, the only one trick. Once you realize that you're absolutely the creator and everything's mirroring you, then you kind of have to get rid of those, those, the habit of the habit of the pain of the pain so that you can go on living as the creator, but your body still has a habit of being a victim. So it's the habit of being that victim that needs to be, needs to be released. Okay. One So one of the things you need to do is, is to remember that everything is an illusion. It's all an illusion. It's all being co-created by everyone that's making up the matrix. And when these experiences happen, lift, witness it, and remember it's an illusion and you have the power to change it with your creation energy. I know people who have been on the spiritual awakening path for many years who have such a hard time leaving the victim triangle. And it's a challenge. It's not easy. And part of the challenge can be, you know, watching your children mirror to you the victim energy, right? You might have children that are being bullied, or you might have children that are maybe dating someone that's abusing them. You know, you might have children that are dating someone who is just like maybe your ex and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I left that. I'm not in the situation anymore. Now I'm watching my children go through this. And I know there is nothing more challenging than to watch your children go through something. Luckily, when I went through my experience, um, I was living in the Midwest back then. I was very aware that I, I was the victim in our relationship. And I was very aware that if I didn't heal the energy within me of being the victim, that my daughter, and for me, I just had an awareness that would be my daughter. She would have to live that out if I didn't heal it because it gets passed through the lineage. And as, as a lineage holder, I was also aware that if I healed it, it would heal in the line, my lineage forwards and backwards. But if I didn't heal it, I would get to someday watch my daughter go through being a victim. And that is something I could not do. I, I knew my responsibility and I knew that I had to take care of it. So I moved away um, to another state. My kids were, you know, kind of young. One was in high school. One was just starting middle school to fully take care of myself and to heal that aspect so they didn't have to live through it. And now they are with partners and dating others who treat them really well and they're not having the victim experience. But I know people who are. And they're having, they're very challenged. They want to jump in and now rescue their daughters or their sons and want to tell them what to do and get caught up in the drama of it. Okay, so realizing that A, it's an illusion. B, your children will always reflect your energy and not what you say. It matters not a word of what you say. You could keep your mouth shut the whole time because they're going to model your energy. That's their job to hold up the mirror. And the minute, the minute you heal that within you, it'll heal with them almost instantly. And I have watched this over and over again. Trust me on this. Try it. <laughs> And it will be such a massive awakening. And that's how it works. The, it, the, your energy gets modeled, not your words. So I have another example um, to give you an idea how this all works. I had a, um, someone I know posted on something on Facebook about her being in a challenge or something or another. And she was sharing her challenge 
to someone and this other person said, well, you're the creator of your experience. Um, not always a great thing to say. It wasn't met very well. And this person was upset and went on Facebook and read out, well, you know, I'm, I didn't create this, you know, and all the, all the other people, partners in pain jumped in around it to say, yeah, all those people who believe that they're creators in this, and there was quite a long post on it. And so I was kind of witnessing the post a little bit and, um, and she had a very valid point. And this is a point, and I'm going to mention this because this is this is something that really was near and dear to me when I first woke up to this as well. And her point was, you know, why would children be born into abusive families? It's hard for me to believe that we are creators and are responsible for everything. Because why would a young child be born into a situation where they're going to be abused? So for that reason, I don't believe we're creators. And that is something that I also process through because that is a tough one. Why would that be? So my response to her, and I responded back because I wanted to offer some awareness to this, and I felt I felt for her, is in a world where we're eternal, and which I, I know we're eternal. And so you may not believe that or not, but that's an awareness that I have. One lifetime on this planet, you know, so let's say a lifetime is 150 years. I'll give you a really long life. In eternity, that's just a pinprick. It's a tiny little pinprick in eternity. And if there, if you are a soul thinking about manifesting yourself into this life experience. And there is an entire lineage that you've been with for maybe many lifetimes that is going through victim consciousness over and over and over again, where there's, where there's a millennium of abuse or whatever it might be. And you're this really bright brilliant soul who knows you're a creator, knows you'll never forget, knows that you're a lineage holder. And you know that if you can manifest into that family and remember who you are and heal that aspect of yourself, you can heal the entire lineage forwards and backwards. Would that not be worth it? Would that not be an act of mastery and love? I, I've seen these young kids now, boy, they are brilliant, they are light, and they can do so much so fast. I mean, I think about that and I'm thinking, I I would do that. I would do that. I, I would be of service in that way. And I know that I have probably been before. So if you can look at things from a higher perspective in that way, it shifts things a bit. And another aspect of this that I saw many of the people um, sharing, you know, on this post, and I'm talking about it because I think it relates to so many others, is the burden of responsibility. So, okay, so if I'm owning that I'm creator and I have that much power, isn't that a lot of responsibility? Yes. To, to see the mirrors and to know that you're responsible for everything in your matrix and that you're creating it consciously or unconsciously, that's a lot of responsibility to hold on your shoulders or not. But the beauty of it is, is that now you have the power to change it and make it, make it a great responsibility. And so many people don't want to own this aspect which is why they default to being a victim because it's easy that way. You don't have to be responsible, right? You can blame. I can, someone did this to me. Someone hurt me. If you own this, now you have to own everything. And it is a big responsibility. And there's also a beauty in this. Because we've had lifetimes where we knew how powerful we were and we didn't things didn't end well 
things didn't end well several times, we made a failsafe for this lifetime, and that is our hearts. And so we truly don't have real power until our hearts are open. And so, and I know what you're thinking, there are people out there, and we'll just call them the greedy ones that have lots of money, and they have lots of power. But they get that power not through real power. They have to have lots of people focusing lots of energy with lots of intention on the same thing to make that happen. So they use things like the media so they can get all kinds of people, you know, in fear. So consciousness is in a place of fear, but they have to use lots of people to do it. Whereas anyone who's got an open heart and is lifting and is creating a beautiful world and is above all of this has the power of all of that. You know, one, two, three people. I don't know the numbers and I'm not going to pretend to, but an open heart in balance can manifest anything in a second. It's amazing. So I'm going to take a quick little break here because I've talked, been talking and I've got some comments in the chat and I don't want to miss any of these comments. Okay, good. I've been reading Gary's post about her wife ordering food. Okay, awesome. So I'm just reading some of your posts in case you had a question I didn't want to miss. And I do have the call line open today as well. So if any of you have questions or want to jump in, you're welcome to do so. A little bit about how the mirrors work. And the mirrors are exact and close to proportion. So if this makes any sense, everyone has their own matrix that they've created. And so there, there's got to be like 7 billion matrices, right? And if, for example, you're in an apartment complex and the people above you are fighting. You might think, well, that's them. They're fighting. But there's an unconscious part of you that's got some anger in your field. Or you would not have people in your apartment above you fighting. The closer that comes to you, the closer that is coming up in you to be released. So someone in your apartment above you is fighting. You're thinking, okay, so there's some anger in my matrix. And then maybe the next day, someone calls you on the phone and says, gee, I'm really mad. You know, blah, this and this and this happened. Well, now it's even closer to you because someone actually called you on the phone and told you that they were angry. So these are all signs of the proximity of that energy and where it is in you and when it's coming up to be released. So it is absolutely fantastic how these mirror mirrors work and how it's literally in everything. So we can flip that. Say you go to the park and there's a bunch of children playing in the distance. Hey, well, that's I've got the playfulness and the joy of a young child coming up in my energy field. Now, maybe one of these children stops to talk to you and says, hi. Well, now it's even closer. So you can know that maybe in a day or so, you might be feeling this childlike kind of play. And so the mirrors work literally exactly like that. And it can be applied to literally everything, your house. Your kitchen is a reflection of your digestive system. Think about what you do in your kitchen. You're cooking and you're creating and you're making things to nourish your body. So literally it's about your, you know, your third chakra for the most part, second, third chakra. And if you have issues with appliances in your kitchen, sometimes it's about how you nourish yourself. Not sometimes, it's almost always that way. Same thing for your bathroom. Your bathroom is where you, well, you prepare yourself, but your toilet is where you eliminate. You release the past, whatever didn't serve you anymore, a reflection of your second chakra, your, your organs of elimination. 
And so, you know, if you have a clog or something, it's a direct reflection. The mirrors get stronger the more your heart is open because the more your heart is open, the more power you have. So the reflections get more powerful, if that makes sense. So a couple years ago, I was having lots of kidney issues. And your kidney is kind of your pump. And it regulates the water in your body. So the apartment complex that I'm currently in, their entire watering system for watering their lawn completely went out. The grass dried, even one of the trees dried because they couldn't get enough water. So you can you could dismiss that, right? I did at first. And then they had a hot tub. And I like to go in this hot tub. I was one of the only people that used it. And the pump broke. And so they fixed the pump. And I went back in the hot tub and used it again. And the second pump broke. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my goodness. And I always ask, is this me? And I did this for years. I had to ask, is this me? And I would get a direct response. And this is how I knew. I would bump into one of the maintenance guys or one of the maintenance guys would make it, an, make it a, a point to come and tell me, hey, the hot tub um, pump is not working. It's broken. So he made it a point to come into my matrix and share to me what's going on with the hot tub. So I knew that that was me. And then at the same time, I mean, this went on and on and on. I got in an airplane to take a trip to Bhutan and they had to get us all off the airplane and on a new one because the pump had broken on the airplane. <laughs> So these reflections are literal in, in our body to other things. So your car, your car or your truck or your motorcycle or whatever you drive are your vehicle of transporting your body, just like your body is your vehicle of transporting your soul. So your headlights are a reflection of your eyes, right? The right side is the past. The left side is the future. I just had my right headlight go out about three days ago. And I knew right away, okay, something from the past I'm not seeing clearly. It's blocking my view of the past. Then I had a dream about my ex-husband. And actually, we are coming back into perfect balance. And it was a completely beautiful healing dream where everything is back in union. Usually dreams are a forewarning of what's to come. And so I've been for the past three days have been releasing everything that's gotten in the way of that union. And yesterday I felt like I had gravel in my eyes all day long. And now my right eye is clear. Now there's a good chance that my right headlight is working again. This has happened more times than I can even tell you. And I might have to go get a new headlight. That's possible. Or it just might be working on its own. But these are all examples. Your animals are brilliant. I mean, they are literally connected to your energy field. They're in your house with you. They are connected to you. If your animal has, if your animal is constipated, it's because it's helping you or whoever in the household out who's not releasing, who's not in flow, maybe you need to drink more water. Yes, you need to help your animal, but even more importantly, you need to help yourself too because your animal is mirroring you. And, and I could do a whole show on just your animals. I always know I'm going through this hair loss thing, massive amounts of hair loss. And my dog will start losing her hair for, for probably three days before I do. And so I always know when it's going to happen to me. And if she loses a lot, I lose a lot. If she loses a little, I lose a little. And she's helping me. If it wasn't for her, I would probably be losing even more. Um, they are brilliant and they come in and they come here to do this. I mean, that's their job. They choose to come to you to help you with these things. They're just 
pure love, <laughs> pure love presence in healing. Okay. Um, I, I want to share with you another example of the mirrors. I went to this place on the river that I love to go. And I was sitting on a little bench, you know, trying to come up with an article to write. I, I do an article in our local newspaper, not a newspaper. It's like a, um, a health newspaper that's free that they hand out at different places. And this, the, the title came to me, Consciousness, the Paintbrush of Creation, how we literally create our life through our consciousness, right? So all the ideas came to me on what to write and how to write it. Um, I left that spot, went home, wrote the article, didn't have a picture for it. And I was thinking in my mind what the perfect picture would be that I could post with the article, but I didn't have that. So like a day later, someone posted on a Facebook that I just happened to see because it came into my matrix because I created that experience, a picture of a man painting a picture of himself, which was like perfect. Like, oh my gosh, that's perfect. That's exactly what I was looking for. So I wrote my article and put it out and, and it was printed. I went back to that same spot a few days later and I sat down on that kind of that wooden chair again or bench that was there. And some man came along and said, may I sit next to you? And I said, yes. He sat down and he proceeded to take out some paints and a canvas and he started painting the scene right in front of me on the river. <laughs> so that is a full circle creation of thoughts and energy, how it goes out and creates and manifests. And so it is so amazing when, when those things happen and you become aware that you have consciously created something. Okay, so here is another example for you, because um, not everything happens that way. Sometimes it's our subconscious that create challenges, and it's sometimes challenging to decipher what's being shown. So I had a friend call me and say she's a dog sitter, and she just went out to California to sit someone's dog, and she does this regularly. Well, the homeowner she was going to was scared that she might die or something bad would happen to her while she was gone. And likewise, this girl was scared that something might happen to the owner's dogs while the owner was gone. So the two were both mirroring each other a fear, right? And she said, you know, how, how do I read this? And I said, well, if you go deep into it, you're both afraid that you might be responsible for someone else's death. And because they shared that with me, now that's part of my matrix, right? There's a slight fear in me as well of the same thing. And so if you think back, any one of us who, who went through the Atlantis experience who was very clear that we maybe were close to the end times, that we needed to wake up more. We had to get consciousness going in our direction and we didn't get there fast enough and it didn't end well, might have this feeling that we were responsible for other people's deaths, right? That could be very, I, I know that has been in my subconscious or in my DNA and in my cells is a subconscious fear. So the gift is all it takes is one of the three people in that experience to wake up and see it for what it is and heal it. It simultaneously heals in both sides, right? So the girl, both the girl and the house sitter, one of them, one of them just needed to wake up to it or possibly even me because they brought me into it had to wake up and see it for what it is, and it heals in everyone. So is that not cool? 
enough people who can really wake up and take responsibility for the mirrors and say what in me invited this to be, and you can lift and resolve it, it goes out and heals in many, many people. Okay, so I I just recently took a trip to Indonesia, and it was fabulous. I had many, many, many days of um, just being in tears at the beauty of life, how everything was so beautiful. It was a predominant energy in me of being grateful for this life, being grateful for my body, and just thinking everything is so beautiful. And of course, we were coming on this beauty moon, which I wasn't even aware of, but I was obviously feeling that as well. And it was time for me to come back to the States. And I've done this before. I've been on trips to Asia and Indonesia, where the culture is very different. So I was a little bit hesitating to to hit the United States. It just always feels a little bit rough and gruff and harsh. And I wasn't looking forward to that. And we're standing in line at customs in the United States. And the gal there was kind of moving people through like cattle, you know, get a move on, get a move on, go this way, go that way. All you need is your passports and your beautiful faces. All you need is your passports and your beautiful faces. She must have said this six times. And I was smiling like, okay, she's got the gruff energy, but she's saying beautiful faces in a funny way. So I thought that was interesting. And I ended up in the LAX airport and I had a quite long layover, about eight hours And I just found an empty, you know, gate I could sit at and plug in my devices for a while. And while I was doing this, the gate agent was calling the groups to come forward because they were boarding another plane. And she starts calling the groups. Beautiful group, gate number, group number one, come up. Beautiful gate number. She was calling all the gates, beautiful gate number. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I have never heard this before. This is so odd. You know, am I doing this? Am I doing this? And I'm like, oh, I had all that energy and focus around crying around how beautiful everything was. So I go to my gate and I'm sitting there and it's time for us to board the plane. And the gate agent calls up group A, group A for amazing. Come on up. Group B for beautiful. Come on up. And so it is humorous and it's fantastic and it's incredible how these mirrors work, but they work with exactly how your energy is presenting. And so I got another comment here. I'm peeking. Can we get a card of clarity for group to mirror what we all need to know? Yes, absolutely, Paulina. I will absolutely pull a cards of clarity. I have one more kind of fun experience that I want to share with you about the mirrors and feel free to, to call in. If you have any questions about a mirror in your life that you're not able to read, if you want help, maybe deciphering what it's trying to show you, I can maybe assist you with that. We have a, we've had a huge number of people move into our city lately, an enormous amount. And apparently they really like TJ Maxx (laughs) and I like going there as well. And so shortly after I got back from Indonesia, part of what I did there is I spent a lot of time listening to the birds. The birds were fabulous. And I was staying in this place kind of on the edge of the town. And there were so many birds outside my room and I would go out in the morning and just listen to their conversations and, you know, see myself kind of flying with them. And so a few days when I returned, I went to TJ Maxx. Well, actually, I was having this little kind of um, almost a panic. Like, I don't want to go there when everyone else is there. I don't want to stand in line forever because that had been 
a lot of people's experience. So I made sure that I went at two o'clock on a Thursday afternoon thinking that would be a time, right? But there was part of my energy. And this is the important part is, you know, where is your energy? And my energy was semi panicking about, I got to get there at two. I got to get there at two. So there isn't a line. Well, I get there at two and it didn't seem like there was that many people there while I was shopping. And it's time to check out. And all of a sudden there was this line that was enormous. It went all the way to the back of the store. There was probably 75 people or more in line at two o'clock on a Thursday. They had three checkouts. I heard the manager saying, oh my goodness, we were not prepared for this. It's two o'clock on a Thursday. (laughs) And all the people in the line were talking about it, but everyone was chill. People were making friends with each other. People were laughing. People were happy to be in line. And one person starts whistling, like, you know, kind of um, whistling like a bird, almost with a vibrato in the line. And then someone else way up front, you couldn't see who it was, started doing callbacks to the other person. So there was this call and response of birds whistling in the line at TJ Maxx. I mean, this is like a surreal, not experience. And it... So it is so odd, but yet at the same time, so beautiful. So my energy was panicked about the line and I I got the line, but, but I was in this beautiful energy still coming back from Indonesia with the birds and the beauty and being relaxed. And that was part of the experience too. And, And the really fun part was, is I walked around and grabbed the hugest bag full of clothes that I couldn't try on because they didn't have the rooms open because they didn't have enough people to help. And I got home and everything, every single thing fit me. So (laughs) yes, our children, um, Paulina said, our children, even adult ones mirror like pets too. Yes, absolutely. Your children will mirror you exactly you know this, right? I mean, even if you don't believe a word of what I'm saying, think about this. You probably know three people that have all done the exact same thing and they'll come back with three completely different experiences of it, right? So it has nothing to do with the thing. It has everything to do with the energy of the three people. And that's why they had three different experiences. So I'm always very careful, like if I'm on Amazon or something and I'm reading uh, reviews of things, because I always know how people people are more powerful than the item and in, in the effect of it, right? So you have to be very cautious about things that you're reading because it's not necessarily the item, it's how the person inter- interplays with the item. So I'm going to grab the cards of clarity and I'm going to pull some cards for all of us. I want to really add to this, you know, test, test the mirrors out, clear your energy, put, put on a beautiful song, get yourself excited and go out in the world and see what happens. You know, just this morning, I woke up so excited and so happy And I went to the gas station and truly there should be nothing happy about that. (laughs) My my gas was twice the price, but that didn't even go into my consciousness. I didn't worry about it. And some man way at another pump glanced over at me. And within seconds, he's chatting to me and laughing and, hey, have a great day. And this was a gas station experience. And then I went on to go for a walk and every single person I came across was friendly. Hey, have a great day. That can be your matrix. Every day can be a great day if you wake up in the energy of a great day, right? And I know there's challenging days. I have them too. So it's a matter of witnessing yourself, clearing your energy, putting on music or something that makes you happy and getting yourself excited 
And even when you start seeing the mirrors and how they work, that is enough to get excited because it's empowering. It's very empowering. And Paulina mentioned about our children, our adult children mirroring us. And I just wanted to add to this that I actually have a daughter that is mirroring me right now. As I keep saying yes to my soul and keep lifting, I have an ego that's doing its dance and my body's doing its dance. And each time I'm going through a, oh, oh no, I'll get a call from her with a, oh, oh no. And she's mirroring it in a completely different way, but she's calling me, right? She, I'm, she's bringing me into her matrix, which that means it's part of my creation experience. And I can see clearly in her, sometimes it's easier to see these mirrors in other people than it is to see in ourselves. And when I observe it in her, it's like, well, she just needs to trust herself more. She needs to trust her inner guidance more and relax. And like, oh, that's exactly what's going on with me. And as I relax and trust more and start to create more, I will get a text from her of a picture of her relaxed. And now this is what I've just created. And so it it is so much fun when you can almost start to mold things like clay to that point where you have the trust and you can see what for what it is. And now you're starting to mold it. Okay. On to cards of clarity. And I'm going to pull... I'm going to do, let's do three cards today. Okay, so the first card is Benevolent Ones 10. That's the first one. In the middle is Buddha, Ascended Master 11, Buddha. And the third card is Ascended Master 14, Yeshua. And so I'll read you these. And these are the three cards that we're all getting together. So this is the primary, primary energy, benevolent ones, 10. Step into the void without any hesitancy. You are a benevolent energy in action. And to embody the step, you are being asked to release two things, limits and judgment. The essence of benevolence is kindness And the intention to only offer kindness is benevolence and action. How can you be kind when you hold limits toward yourself and judgments of others? The first benevolent act you can honestly perform is the one that frees you from the chains of chaos and suffering by walking your path without hesitation. It is the hesitation that is holding the limits. It is the hesitation that is creating the false judgments. Be free to be kind It is, after all, your birthright. Okay, and in the middle is Ascended Master 11, Buddha. There are many choices and options around you now, each with their own merit and each with their unique challenges. You have been learning the process of navigating this world without losing your truth to it. All paths will ultimately lead one home, yet you are ready to be initiated into the realm of spiritual maturity. This initiation comes when you recognize that discernment is a tool that is offered to the mature through the experiences of living in a body on a world of density and free will. How are you responding to the issues around you? Are you able to fully discern the gifts of each experience or are you diving into them? These circumstances have been placed before you only because You are ready to accept your place in the sea of beings who understand humanity. Once you hone your discernment, this time will pass. The lesson will be complete and you will stand as a witness for those who are also ready. Breathe. Okay, and the final one, we got the ascended masters around us, is Yeshua. Love without balance often leaves one feeling depleted and hollow. Gentleness and kindness without love are felt as obligatory and burdened. 
Look deeply into your life and call forth your divine gentleness into balance. To walk in the world as the master invokes a great duty that comes only from a space of balanced energy. This does not invite judgment, rather the recognition that sometimes a firm and loving presence is perfect. When you interact with anyone or anything with intentional balanced kindness, then you offer yourself as a model of love without judgments or limits. To all situations, remain focused on this divine knowing that your firm commitment to the truth of all situations will in all ways keep perspective and balance is the key focus. A misunderstanding is not possible. So we have some heart energy in the way of balance, which is good. We are needing balance and some questioning. Buddha is a bit about questioning and so is the benevolent ones. So um, it's really a strong reading about being clear on your choices and using your discernment and knowing which direction is best for you. And so that's what these three energies are kind of doing. And when you are in balance, it's a lot easier to make those decisions on which direction is best for you. Okay. Thank you everyone for listening today. I hope you have a fabulous week out there in all the mirrors. And if you haven't liked us on or subscribed to us, Oneness Talk Radio on YouTube, please go ahead and do that. We want as much support as we can possibly get. And I am so glad that you are all here with me today. Go out and have fun in the mirrors. Namaste. Thank you for listening in to Light Laughter and Lattes. It has been my honor and pleasure. Please visit jerryhab.wix.com and check out my services and my packages. I work with people in person and from a distance, and I also give free 15-minute consultations. And so until next week, may your week be filled with light, laughter, and a whole lot of love.